joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And welcome to the studio for episode 113. Yeah, yeah. lucky number. <laughs> lucky number 113. There we go. Yeah, man. It was a very busy week uh, of news today, finally. Yo. I was looking forward to uh, to some of these topics. But yeah, man, I definitely put off watching The Expanse because I was pleasantly busy uh, getting together all these other topics, but yeah, man, you've been uh, you've been catching anything recently? No, nah, I didn't get to catch anything uh, this this time. That's what's up. So yeah, let's just jump right on into it. Um, here we'll start off with something a little bit lighter. Um, we got Rudy Giuliani getting sued for one point three billion dollars for defamation. <laughs> Yeah. I thought that was a funny one. I'm surprised it took him that long. I wonder why it, it was such a slam dunk. I wonder why they took him that long to make Absolutely. Such a, pull His, such an easy trigger. The man's rhetoric was out of out of control. I mean, he was calling for like trial by combat, and <laughs> he was saying like he went out into Philadelphia was talking about their history of of fraud, which to to my knowledge, he didn't actually point any, any examples. Oh, <laughs> you know, like. His rhetoric of defamation was was in high. Oh, you know what? That might have been why they might have been waiting for it to be just a slam dunk case to where he had no way to wiggle out of it. That could have been the reason. Yeah, but because usually you got to prove that they're lying. You got to know in order to even. Oh well, you have to prove that they knew that they were lying when they said it. Yes. Yeah, with that sort of thing, I feel like they were probably just giving him enough rope to hang himself. Absolutely. That's typically their their mo is. Yeah, let's just go ahead and let him finish his crimes. You know, yeah, let's not stop him in the middle of the spree. No, nobody wants to pay for uh, legal fees like that if you don't have to. So Mm-mm. may as well just bring all the evidence right there and just force him to sign the the, the settlement papers. Yes. My only issue is, is that uh, unfortunately, they usually use shit like this as precedent. And for a company to sue an individual for $1.3 billion like that <laughs> is a bad precedent to set. It is. Especially when the internet is as slanderous of a place as it is. But don't worry, though. I mean, they can sue regular people for that much as much as they want to. They ain't going to get it. Yeah. And and on and honestly, I feel like this is a, a situation where they want to set themselves up to not get charged with double jeopardy. So if they can prove if they win the defamation suit and they 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 can prove that there wasn't election fraud in the way that he said that it, it went down then that will make them, I believe, immune to prosecution for election fraud in any form. <laughs> Yo, that would be hilarious. So in beating this defamation, you know, this That'd defamation case doesn't seem like it's going to come out with the best interest of the people. It seems like it's going to be used as a precedent for corporations to attack individuals for insurmountable amounts of money, as well as it's going to set them up to for protection against... Uh, you know, prosecution for further uh, fraud, um, election fraud claims, because I and that's the thing is, is like I, I don't, I don't doubt that every American election is right with 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 uh, mishandling and fraud. It probably is just because it, it's one of those sacred systems that's not really watched properly. And so, yeah, it's all individual accountability. And so, yeah, I'm sure there's probably, but 
that's not the kind of fraud that they're looking at. You know, they're trying to look at like individual fraud on the parts of, of, of the company. It's like, nah, that's probably not what's going on. Not at all. You know, and so it, it just sucks because we'll never actually get to the bottom of it because they've done such a good job of running, running us around in circles around people like Rudy Giuliani. Because, you know, he's going to make all kinds of claims that are easily dismissible, you know, and that was that was the issue with Trump at first, too, was is that, you know, he's yes, he's attacking people who deserve to be attacked, but for all the wrong reasons. And also he's complicit. You know what I mean? Like he's complicit in, in a lot of the things that he's attacking them for, such as corruption in the government. He was complicit in a lot of the corruption in the government that he was attacking. You know what I mean? And so I, I feel like, you know, I, I think it's Dominion uh, Election uh, uh, Solutions is the ones that, that are suing him. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I feel like they were complicit in a lot of malfeasance. You know what I mean? So them pointing at Rudy's malfeasance in this respect because he's pointing at something that wasn't real, it, it feels disingenuous. But hey, I really hope that nah, they hit that I nigga. I get him, man. Like, that's... Someone is literally just shitting all over your company brand saying that you are the exact opposite. You literally have one job and you can't do that. And he's been going all around the country waving that flag for months. I know, months. just across the country. I feel like that's that legit campaign. beef, bro. That's legit beef. It is. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's why legit. I, I 100% agree. I, I absolutely am he's not been, delegitimizing their beef with him. They're all tripping. They're tripping so hard with that fake election shit, man. They got to calm down with that. Yeah, they can't, you know, it, 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 you know, and, and let me tell you, that's so indicative of so many things in American culture. And, and I was going to, I wasn't sure if I was going to push this topic off to a little bit, but it's the same thing going on with GameStop right now. It's the same thing going on with GameStop right now in terms of, of, of them all participating in a, in a, in a rigged game. And then as soon as it's not rigged in your favor... You turn around, start screaming all kinds of wild oh, shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta fix that. So, so, so we have the issue uh, that, that recently arisen with GameStop. Are you familiar with what's going on? Yep. So, so what's happened? So what had happened is, is uh, there is a financial technique called shorting a stock. So when a company is failing, but it's big enough to persist, and its stock is just going to keep going down and down and down financial workers have found a, a an instrument in which they use to bet a, to bet that the stock will continue to drop in an, in an attempt to make money over the long term it's called shorting a stock so it's a short term negative bet against the stock in hopes that in the long term the investment into the stock will eventually cause it to rebound and it'll make money so it's a long play but in the short term what you're doing is you're betting against the stock and unfortunately what's ended up happening is that companies will just continue to bet against the 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 stock that is supposed to be failing knowing that they won't actually upturn they'll just get bailed out and so they run companies into the into the ground allowing them to be bailed out in which case they get all their money back and and they just keep on this cycle anyway they were attempting to do this with GameStop so a hedge fund which is a group of of investors was attempting to short sale GameStop, but instead of actually, you know, short selling it with the with the hopes of a long term long term rebound, they were just continuously shorting the company and then taking whatever uh, money was coming through, like PPP loans and all of that stuff, and and reinvigorating the stock, and and so the 
you know, gamers decided, you know, they didn't like this anymore. Now, mind you, GameStop is not a particularly beloved company. Like people patronize them, but it they got a lot of negative PR in the past couple of, of, of months to year. Yeah, they just don't have any direct competition anymore. Yeah, exactly. And so it 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 kind of surprised me that the that gamers at large in the in the Reddit in the subreddit well, which one was it? The Wall Street Investment or Wall Street Watchers subreddit? Yeah, it's one of those. They decided to to or was it Wall Street Bets? One of the Wall Street Bets, I mean, I believe, decided to actually fight that short, which is just making a bunch of positive uh, investments into the stock to the amount that the stock was is now like something like seventeen thousand percent up, <laughs> which is just it it, it is now impossible to short. <laughs> I think that the last calculation that I personally saw of the losses of the hedge fund are about five billion. Yeah, that's around what I saw too. And so this leads to a whole slew of questions. Why is there five billion dollars being pumped into a company that, that is, know is that has been failing for for <laughs> months to years? That has had has been in constant reconstruction. Why are they, why is it being propped up? Why? And if so, why is it that this was kicked off with one fifty thousand dollar investment? Which, by the way, that gentleman who made that initial fifty thousand dollar investment is now up fifty million. Wow. So, and 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 good for him. Good for him because he's totally he's totally Melvin um hedge funds, Melvin Capital hedge funds, I believe is the name of the company. They they're they're gonna have some major splaining to do. And man, it is so funny watching them go on TV and cry. Oh my goodness, I've seen at least a half a dozen of their it's investors on TV crying. This is this is just a way to attack the wealthy. And it's like, yes, <laughs> but it's completely legal. You get it. It's like, it's completely legal. Like, we're not doing anything illegal. And the fact that, that so one of the, one of the barriers of entry for the average person to invest is that it requires licensing. You can't just go in. And and invest and buy stocks without having the proper uh, you know licenses and all of that good good stuff. And so there's usually a barrier of entry for the average person to to invest, which prevents things like that, which which prevents like a run of you know public interest in actually affecting the market. Now, recently we've seen a rise of these uh, these investing apps, things like Robinhood. And T- the TD Ameritrade app. And now what these do is that these allow individu- individuals to directly invest at a very high speed or much higher speed than typically would be allowed for a public investor. And so that is the vessel that is that w- that has allowed this to happen because this there's no possible way that you can get a you know a series of disparate uh, traders. To all, you know, take in trades for GameStop and flood them into the market at the same time in the way that these apps allowed the public to do it. And it was just, and the beautiful part is that the infrastructure for this was extremely simple. It was just a Reddit, a subreddit, a subreddit and an investment app. And they were able to tank billions of dollars in the finance industry, you know, like it shows a lot of the inherent flaws. And and the scary part is, is like, it took them hours to start calling for for the government to legislate <laughs> this away. Hours, oh, hours, shit. hours, bro. That's funny. Eighteen hours into this, starting the next day, 
you started seeing lawmakers talking out against this, you know, and, 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 you know, thank goodness for people like AOC, because at least she's saying, you know, if we're going to start with legislation, the first thing that we're going to uh, investigate is Robin Hood. Because that app immediately uh, capitulated to Wall Street demands mm-hmm. and took down AMC, GameStop, Nokia, BlackBerry, and a bunch of the shorted companies. Which, by the way, why are they still shorting BlackBerry? Shouldn't that company have failed? Yo, like, Nokia? Like, how is that even, like, like they literally made a business model of shorting these companies. It's totally scam Scam economy. Scam economy. Totally. All these motherfuckers with sham jobs. Bro, and so they've been, they've been, they've been um, shorting these companies for decades now. You know, and 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 no one has stopped to say, hey, you know what? I'm not saying this company shouldn't exist, but if it shouldn't exist, it shouldn't exist. You know, I'm not saying that I don't like this company, so it shouldn't exist. I'm saying that if it's failed, why is it still existing? Why are we still finding ways to make it like it's tying up talent? And and, and like I want all those people to have jobs who who work for these companies, but they should probably have more productive jobs than working for a shell company. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem productive. Like it's, and then we wonder why America, America's productive uh, of energies seem to be squandered, because you know we got people, you know, working in shell companies, you know, doing nothing, doing absolutely nothing. Like the people who work for Nokia are doing literally nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't, or, or either that, or they're making cell phones for people in India. They're certainly not making cell phones for people in America. I mean, I don't think that I'm out of line to say that Nokia probably has like a, a single digit sharehold in the American market. You know what I mean? Like Nokia's just aren't proliferated. So why why do we have millions and millions and billions of dollars being put from hedge funds into keeping companies like Nokia alive? That is just it doesn't stand to reason to me, you know? And and that's not that's not a a a shot at them. That's just like our economy, why does our economy keep the most unproductive aspects alive? That doesn't even make sense. And that's just one of the many things that are being pointed out by this by this whole uh, GameStop debacle. But one thing that I really dislike, too, is a lot of people, when they're trying to explain how this happens, they like to describe it as brokers are borrowing stocks to, to short them. That's not how brokerage works. At all. When I broker the sale of your house, I don't borrow your house to go sell it. No, I accept liability as a professional broker in the the, the sale of, of that commodity. And in the same way, the brokers in this in this in this whole financial scheme have a significant amount of liability and should not and don't use the language of borrowing. Because that's just them trying to wiggle out of whatever responsibility they have for the fact that they leveraged their position as 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 singular buyers because the 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 brokers and the investors they the brokers are the only ones who can can participate in the market and so the investors they they are beholden to the brokers the broker is is beholden to their code of conduct and ethics and that's and 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 by manipulating markets, by by shorting companies ad infinitum into the future in hopes of a uh, of a bailout rather than a hope in the rebound of the com- company, which is the goal of shorting a company in the long term, that is that is a, a violation of their own ethics as, as as brokers, and they should be held accountable for that. Just like when 
a lawyer, you know, represents someone in bad faith, they've violated their ethics. They should not be allowed to practice in that trade anymore. And and these brokers just and, and that's the same problem that we had in the in the mortgage market in 2008, that you had a bunch of brokers who were not professionals, who were licensed and they were they were brokering these homes in bad faith, not, you know, not upholding their end of of the responsibility of making sure that they don't broker homes to people who can't afford them. And they totally obfuscated that and it caused a collapse in the market the same way where that this has the potential to collapse the finance market. Because God forbid they start, you know, trying to stifle something like a subreddit is going to be real hard because they're just going to migrate. It's just a text. It's just like a text based forum. Like they can go anywhere and do this. And they will go anywhere. One of the greatest things ever is that rich people seems to be wholly unaware of the Streisand effect. They're they're completely unaware of it, and they always shoot themselves. The funny part is, is that they're going to start broadcasting themselves in their panic Mm -hmm. to try to to prevent some of this. They're going to key them into their next target. Yep, (laughs) absolutely. All all that dry snitching, man. All that self snitching. And so this is. I, I thought that this was amazing. The amount of 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 chaos this is causing. Now, mind you. There's probably somebody behind the scenes who's profiting in, from this in a way that we're unaware. You know, this is probably not a random occurrence. There's probably a lot of moving parts to this that the public are unaware of, that I'm unaware of, that that will come to fruition in the future. But it, it, it's a great exposition as to how the markets are designed. They're not designed. And I tell this to people all the time when they ask me for advice on what uh, on whether to invest in a company or their technology seems fruitful or not. I'm like, just understand that this market that you're attempting to invest in wasn't designed for you. It's not designed for you as an individual to get into. And whenever you do try to get into it, all you're doing is adding value to someone else's commodity. You're not actually if you make a little bit of money, congratulations. But it's not a given thing. And so it really I, I can tell you the real life you know, analysis of a given uh, company or technology, but that has nothing to do with the behind the scenes things that actually go into whether a company fails or or succeeds on the stock market. And so, yeah, and a lot of that has to do more with the insider trading that 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 is being blown open right now than it does to, with the viability of the company. And that's why, you know, it's hard. It's hard, you know, because there's definitely, you definitely want to, encourage people to invest in things that are viable. But at the same time, that whole stock market is, it's a rigged game. It's a rigged game. And I just can't advocate for playing in a rigged game. But, you know, it's movements like this that I think that if you can get direct protests like what happened in 2012 with Occupy Wall Street, coupled with a financial, uh, 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 I don't want to call it an attack, but a financial protest, by 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 explicitly purchasing into to companies that that they're trying to tank through this financial uh, maneuver of shorting, those kind of maneuvers in conjunction become very very powerful. A public movement like that, with a financial movement like that, coupled with a a, a strong social media uh, 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 movement. Now we're starting to talk about something that I, I think could generate change. Because fuck this electoral politics bullshit. That ain't going to get us nowhere. 
but shit like what's happening now, these kind of grassroots uh, movements and 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 upwellings of of citizen power, these kind of things. Now we gotta learn to coordinate these things. We gotta learn to coordinate them because once they become coordinated, now we're cooking with fire, and that's where the social media comes in into play because you're gonna have to. They're gonna spin it. They're gonna spin it hard. They're gonna try to spin it in the worst possible way. And and the only way you can counter that narrative that the mainstream media is putting out is through a strong social media presence. And so, yeah, like, I, I think it's very, very, uh, it's emboldening to see things like this happening. And I and we just got to seek to understand it because you see, I do see a lot of, of, of other bullshit happening around it. Like, people are starting to, to talk about like, oh, get back into you know, different cryptocurrencies and all this shit and because they see the stock market rising and because of this kind of inflation uh, of the stock market, you will see a, a, a growth of smaller stocks, but it's not something that you want to be planning financial investments around. This isn't, you know, I wouldn't plan financial investments in an environment like this when, when you got gamers running around tanking stocks for funsies. <laughs> like, I just wouldn't recommend it. But um, yeah, man. That shit, I thought was that was the that was the story of the week for me. I thought that was really cool. Um, but I also heard um, in other video game news, uh, Tencent is starting to conglomerate funds to make a maneuver in the gaming market, and a yeah, lot of trying people, to buy EA, right? People are speculating. That's the speculation that they want that that, uh-huh. that they want to buy a large studio in the American market or buy a significant portion because that's they they are in um they are in the game of of being a controlling investor in a lot of even competing um, competing franchises like they own stock in Fortnite and PUBG. That's the way you do it, you yeah. know. And then they're like, "Listen, it's not about you know having the biggest one; it's about having your hand in everyone's the pocket. whole market." Yeah, it's like, listen, uh, people don't understand capitalism, bro. The way capitalism <laughs> works is if there's seven things on the table and I got six of them, you got one. That means that I've lost a portion of the market share. That's what that means. <laughs> that means that I haven't won yet. Yes. It's like, People don't understand man. that about capitalism. <laughs> oh, it's not man. about helping you. It's about being as greedy as possible and then fucking dancing on your yacht at the end. Yeah. There's no like... And that's the part that sucks every is that they, taught us, they thing, didn't teach us that that's what capitalism was. Oh, it's just, of course you not. You have to observe not going it and to. see like, oh, that's what they're doing Because though. the teaching is a part of the capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> it's a part of capitalism. It's part of the same beast. Oh, man. It's not going to teach you how to kill itself. That's absurd. Man, yeah, oh, man, capitalism has so taken over American society. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Because capitalism is, was smart enough to make itself like a part of everything so that you can't kill it. You feel me? It's it's a part of everything. Yeah. It's in every single it, market from education to food to fucking and healthcare. It, and, it's, and it's so starkly different than other places. Like other places, and when I say other places, I mean like literally anywhere but America. They have, even if the capitalism is a prevalent part of their society, they understand capitalism as an economic form, and it's not the way that people interact with each other. It's just mm-hmm. an economic form. But on, and only in America have I have I really seen that they allow capitalism to not just be the economic form, but the government form, the social form. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's everything. Everything is capitalistic. Is Their entertainment is capitalistic. Like everything, capitalism. The the and I mean when I say everything is capitalistic, I mean the the values and tenets of capitalism 
competition, profiteering, uh, individualism. All of mm-hmm. these, all of these tenets of capitalism are rife with throughout American society, and they're just not healthy. They're not healthy ways of organizing anything other than an economic Business. system. <laughs> yeah, anything other than an economic system should not yeah. be be. And and when businesses are as big as they are today, they can no longer be looked at as just like businesses. They are they are social structures, and so we have to separate the business of businesses and the social part of businesses because when you deal with everything more and more in a capitalist structure. You can't. I can't deal with other people that I love strictly on how much money I make off of them, or strictly how much value they bring to my life. You know, I can't do that. And 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 I'm glad that other people don't do that with me because fuck that shit. I'm not. I don't bring a lot of dollar value to a lot of people's lives. But I bring a lot of other types of value to people's life, and I think that that's far more important. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and, and, and even in African-American culture, there's this idea that if I ain't making money with you, then fuck you. And it's just like, I hear you. I hear you. You know, you want to make money with as many people as possible, and that's a great way to be, but you can't value every relationship in your life off of that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you see it, it, even in parenting, you see it in American parenting. You see how they, you know, the 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 drive to have children realize how they're going to be uh valuable money makers before they realize who they are going to be <laughs> as a valuable person you know what i mean yeah you know oh well you got just find a way to make money so you can move out of my house and all of this shit it's like yo i hear you i hear you those are valuable uh, uh skills to have being able to support yourself is extremely valuable it's not more invaluable than being a genuine and real person being an, an, a, a person who actually enriches the world around you. Because when you're empty of that and you get all of the money, you end up committing suicide or you do some dumb shit or you try to find that happiness and that fulfillment in women and you never get what you actually wanted from life. I'm telling you, you gotta, we, we gotta stop valuing, you know, how much money we, we can make in a situation over the actual value of human experience that we get from any given situation. They're both extremely important, and one will leave you far more fulfilled when the the other isn't isn't uh, uh, applicable. Because when you're old and you don't and and that money can't bring you happiness no more, the only thing that will bring you happiness is the fulfillment you have from living a good life or just living a fulfilled life. You know what I mean? And so that doesn't come from just profit seeking. That comes from actually valuing people in other ways, whatever that is. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that. You know, there's a certain set of values that you have to apply to all people. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that it can't only be that capitalist rubric of thinking. That shit ain't going to leave you happy in the end. But anyway, that was a little side rant. Um, Tencent, I I would hate to see Tencent buy into the American market. That would, yikes. Because uh, Tencent is way more ruthless and intelligent than the American uh, uh, financial system. And God, if something like this happened and 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 Tencent was in the American market, you know how fast they would have countered that shit. Definitely. You know I how fast they would have countered that shit. Anybody on this side? Oh, would they would have smashed that. Like that. Yeah, nah. They would have destroyed yeah, that. Nah, nah. Yeah, they would have tried to shut it down pretty hard. Oh my goodness, it wouldn't have even been funny. 
And so, yeah, we don't want to see players like Tencent in our market or else our ability That's to exercise That's probably specifically why they're trying to weasel their way in. Into the market. It's to stay, <laughs> and, and, and you know what the worst part is? Is that American financial uh, 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 practitioners are so feckless and trash. Mm-hmm. They'll invite them in for the stability. Yeah. They'll invite them in. They're more loyal to the money than they are to the country. Absolutely. And this is why we have to value things in other than just monetarily. Because if, you know, and you know, it's funny, and, and I'm going to side rant again. Um, A lot of times people talk about, you know, the uh, the the invisible hand of the uh, market guiding things and making it okay. And that's the premise of how American investment uh, ideology is predicated but that whole idea that adam smith was writing about in reference to the invisible hand of the market was based on the idea that people have what they call the home biased and so because of that that will the home biased is that invisible hand that will guide them to never go abroad to look for things like cheap labor and cheap cheap uh uh um um, production inputs because they would have a home bias and that invisible hand would guide our market to, 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 to make smart investments. And that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't exist in the American market. There is no invisible hand guiding the market. There's just this fixed economy, this, this rigged game that these guys are making money off of. And, and we can't surrender. We can't surrender our markets to, to foreign companies like Tencent because boy, we'll lose a lot. We will lose a lot. You know, and 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 our if you look at the people in our finance industry, they don't have a, a home bias. They don't have Absolutely anything. Not. They have they have nothing that they have no invisible hand they have guiding a profit them. Bias. To, they have a very strong profits bias, but they have no home bias to guide their hand to make smarter investments. And so we really cannot rely on the fundamental ideology of American finance to get us out of this. If we don't curtail them and we don't rein them in. They will sell us out to to the to the foreign markets for stability, and it'll be at all of our our detriment. And yeah. so, yeah, America's fallen into this delusion that you can negotiate with your predator, and I find Nobby. it so hilarious to watch them do it. It's it's the funniest thing in the world. You can negotiate as a predator. You can negotiate with another predator, and as a prey, you can negotiate at a predator that's not directly your predator. But you can never negotiate with your predator. You feel no, me? you're either the yeah. hippo or you're the gazelle. You either you're going to be so fucking big that nothing eats you or you're going to get eaten. Yep. It's only for two me. options. And it's just, I don't know. I don't, they'll eventually learn to stop asking for these motherfuckers to stop being douchebags and just put rules into place that prevent them from doing that. Just remove the option entirely. Yeah. Like stop until they learn. Like stop, stop leaving the flaws in the institutions because oh, they make the game fun. It's like, no, bro. It doesn't make the game fun. It makes the game broken. No, but they need to do the right thing. Okay? Not it's about happen. doing the right thing. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. About that. Doing the right thing is letting me some money and I'll ignore all the this shit you need me to ignore. That's the right thing. Well, that's that's the way they're operating, of course. Feel me? But yeah, a couple other things were going on in um, some foreign affairs. I saw that um the Italian PM has stepped down because of massive uh, uh unrest due to hit the COVID response, but I'm I'm trying to understand like I don't know enough about Italian um uh, news or current events to 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 understand, but nothing made it out into the into the into the global news as to how 
how bad his response was. And I mean, it couldn't have been worse than a, than America's right. response. <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> and so I'm just sitting here like, what? And they're ready That's to oust this, oust this dude? Hey, man, they might have higher standards than America. That's not that hard to believe at this point. No, not at all. But I'm I'm really interested to to see what was going on with that, because, I mean, that 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 could set off a, a couple of of surrounding countries, because there's a lot of countries protesting right now in reference to the uh, to the uh, to the COVID response. I'm like, whoa, are, are we actually going to see prime ministers and leaders toppled because of this? Because a lot I mean, I'm. America, you just <laughs> look at what happened here, and I'm just like, well, if no place is worse than here. How are they revolting? Like, but as you said, they have way yeah, better, like, way higher standards, way higher standards in terms. America of America literally expect. wasn't doing anything until like last week. No, they, they literally the wasn't. They weren't. Then they, the Biden administration was like, yeah, there wasn't no passed off when it comes to the COVID nineteen relief plan. Like, there was no plan. They just told us good luck. <laughs> And so yeah, like that's what I'm saying. So I'm I'm interested to see what kind of malfeasance was going on in Italy because I have a feeling yeah. that there was something. They way probably worse than have like their standards for uh, deaths is probably way way lower as far as like what's acceptable an acceptable death count for COVID. Yeah, you know, like that shit's crazy. But I thought that that was interesting. I didn't have too much to say about it other than I'm going to keep my eye on that because, as I said, the surrounding countries had similar pretty similar outcome so i'm wondering if there's going to start a, a domino effect of of prime ministers and that in that region you know coming under uh, attack political attack for their responses but there was that did you hear yo china has a new more accurate test for covid the anal swab you ready for your test rico you ready for your test Who's man's is this? bro i'm out Who's man's i'm is out this? i was like where the anal swab nigga I dare you to ask. I dare you. I dare you. Come at me for the anal swab test. How did that shit pass trial, son? I'm just like, yo, my nigga. How did that get past the how trials? Is, how is the test in your ass more accurate than the test in your, in your nasal lungs. cavity? That's from your lungs? That's a really In your question. fucking nasal cavity. Strong question. You feel me? I, I'm question. like, yo, y'all niggas. I just, feel like a pervert invented this test, but that's just I my feel like I feel like somebody got way too far with this. I feel me? They, they, they started a, down this road. There's a professional like, butt sniffer in China. And this thing has got all the way to the top. <laughs> that, exactly. That managed to get to the top of the fucking health agency in China, son. That's I'm hilarious. Like, yo, I'm. I'm 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 patiently waiting for them to roll out the anal swab in America. Yeah, a- April Fools is pretty far away, man. That's that's some lit shit right there, nigga. That's crazy. Oh. <laughs> I, I I can only imagine like imagine being the scientist that comes up with that and be like, I don't know if, how I'm gonna pitch this idea to everybody. But then imagine it working and it goes all the way. I know that's what I'm saying. It's like he's just like, oh, it's working. And then, I mean, at every step of the way, I could just imagine him being pleasantly like, hmm, surprised by the fact hmm, that this is moving forward. That's like, not a bad idea. Anal, anal swabs. swabs. I never even thought of that. That might work. That makes perfect sense. It's a respiratory illness. No, no it doesn't. It doesn't make sense <laughs> what you're doing. There's like one guy in the back. I know. He's tripping. Like, What's going he's on? He's tripping. Because he knows that he's going to be the one they fired. tested on. He's going to, because he's the minister of the health department. <laughs> and he knows he's going to have to publicly get anal swabbed to show everyone it's safe. You're and he's like, me? no, no. And it better come back safe, my G. 
The minute I get bro. public, anal swab and have no corona after that. Bro, can you imagine? Can oh, you imagine man. the rush of, of of American politicians to prove that the public anal swab oh, is the is the best way? Oh, and everybody prob- doing it on TV the like they Republicans were? will be lining up, son. Bro, let me get my anal swab, yo. That's terrible. Gosh. Oh, that's hilarious. And this is where we're at with COVID-21. Because <laughs> we're at COVID-21, right? We had COVID-19. Then 2020, we had a variant in the UK. Now we got like quadruple variants all over the world coming from, from everywhere. I did so we hear that. COVID-21, There's like a right? fucking South African strain or some shit yeah. like that now. Oh, man. That's good Oh, man. It- so I was watching the this. The anal thing. swab will save them all. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I was watching this uh, uh, PBS Eons episode about pandemics of in the past. And they were mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were talking about how one of the uh, there was a multi-species pandemic that originated in dolphins. And uh, I, I was thinking back to the South Park pandemic special, and I was like, somebody got their DNA up inside the dolphin. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> And just too, anyway, sorry. <laughs> that similarly reminded me of the Dave Chappelle joke of like, ain't nobody fucking no bucket that going home to a regular chick after that. <laughs> For real though. Real talk. Oh man. But yeah, no, that shit was hilarious. But anyway, so we on COVID twenty twenty one. COVID, you're wild, bro. You're and, fucking uh, wild. COVID. Yeah, niggas niggas is losing their positions over this. Man. I'm thinking 2021 is going to be another interesting year. It, it, it can be nothing less, of, man. I saw someone tweeted out, that, like, I think we've had an end of normal years, right? I like, think so. I think we're just going to have crazy so. shit happening from here on out, like, until we destroy this motherfucker. All the crazy. <laughs> yeah, the crazies are more emboldened now than ever before, you feel me? Like, we either end out the other side of this in a transcendent state or with blowing the this, this shit out of this planet. <laughs> I mean, those are pretty, I mean, those are pretty fair outcomes, right? Like, shit. Either we, we become one harmonious uh, entity with the universe, or we end it all. Bro, I, I'm still thinking about the cut, man. Who's anally swabbing people <laughs> for a respiratory illness? Yo, my nigga, the people who are actually doing it and participating it's a in this. respiratory illness. What's going on? So, yo, oh, my God. Like, what is up with our health system? That at no point somebody said, you know what? Nah, we're not going through the ass to get to the lungs. We're just not doing it. We're not doing it. I hear you. You sound like you got your head on your shoulders. You got all the credentials. You tried. You did everything. But we're not going to go through the ass. We're just not going to do it. We're just not going to do it. Can you imagine the drive-up anal swab? Come on, man. Bruh. The drive-up anal swab is going to be next level. That's That would be ridiculous. Please (laughs) stick your ass out the window. (laughs) A little bit more. Oh, man. We don't want to get too close to the car. There are con artists in every industry. My nigga won, though. Uh, that is that is an epic victory to win. get that that far. Win, That's win, amazing. Win, 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 That is That is an international victory right there. Bro. Oh, in other international news, yo, the Indian farmers are doing it big. Yo, I am all power to the Indian farmers. Yo, because agriculture in India is still takes up about 50% of the workforce. 50%. That's a lot. Oh, cuz they got a they got a group of people. That's a lot of people to feed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um and the government is literally trying to sell out its biggest industry to international finance. Stop. That's like bad move. It's a bad move and bad and move. and 
it's so bad that even the average Indian farmer knows this. That's how. That's what I'm saying. Like in America, you'd be hard pressed to get the average person to actually be able to enunciate to you the faults in the system that are affecting them. In India, yo, you got the average farmer out there breaking it down. Like nah, b. We have our prices set at a certain rate, and those rates are only good within our regions. If we start bringing in international buyers, yo, I'm like, what? This nigga, this nigga knows what the fuck he's talking about. He knows exactly what the problem is. But yeah, man. So I want to show a lot of solidarity with the Indian farmers because um, how goes their their uh, labor movement will be a very, very, very uh, strong indicator about how other international solidarity movements would go. And if and and if you're part of any kind of uh, solidarity movement in America that is a labor movement, you should definitely be seeing whatever you could do to to, to show uh, tangible or 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 just vicarious support for for that labor movement because it is one of the largest ones in the world right now and it's super important, super important, you know. So I always I just want to shine a little bit of light uh, on that since we're going through the uh, international news and uh, we'll wrap up the international news with uh, Russia and uprising. People ain't having it. Yeah, I mean, they, that was a really bold move that they did with Navalny at the airport, bro. And then, and then, did you see what they did to the? So the, you know, obviously, the party knew exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They knew, and so they had the next person, his his uh, his his uh, successor, lined up, ready to run, and they jailed him for no reason. And then Putin's out here talking that wild, reckless shit. So the, people in Russia are uprising, and once again. Gotta show solidarity. This one's not a labor movement. This is a social movement, but it's an important one because yes. Russia and, and 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 don't ever get it twisted. <laughs> Russia is hugely important to world politics. Hugely important. You know, I don't always uh, talk about it in uh, in in terms of the position that it's in, but Russia is in one of the top five uh, powers in the world because we have a multipolar environment now. I don't think that we have the the superpower environment where America was running things the way it was back in the day, but in the in terms of the world powers in the top five russia i would say is up there and is absolutely imperative that whatever social movements happen in russia are ones that that are progressive in terms of human rights because if not there's going to be it's going to create a very fraught ground for international politics at large and that's just to say the least but yeah I think that uh, the people going to the street in Russia, they, there's a long history of it, and there's a long history of it being successful. They toppled the monarchy. The czar knows. You know what I mean? And 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 unfortunately for Putin, a lot of his behavior is oligarchical, very czar-like. Yep. My man's been setting himself up. Russian yep. people don't fuck with that. They got their freedom from that, and they ain't going back. Yeah, they're, they're definitely at a crossroads right now. It's like... It's the death of the people v. Putin at the moment. Yes, sir. So yeah, there's some other shit that's been going on in in the social sphere. Um, I wanted to 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 uh shine a light on on a a case of police brutality that happened out of um North Carolina, uh, where a young man Christopher Lynch was being accosted by a cop. Um, the cop was, I guess, it seemed like from the video he might have resisted a little bit and a civilian then came and stepped in and the civilian and the cop subdued him only for the cop to continue to beat him once he was handcuffed in the car and it was just egregious and and moreover we can't this is a a particularly bad case because of 
of the overstep of the civilians. Like we have a hard enough time dealing with the the police presence. We have a hard enough time uh, dealing with the police sympathizers, but we don't need people uh, uh, being empowered to become vigilantes and and aiding on the with the police. Like North Carolina is a real scary place. Like a lot of the negative things that I that I've heard about the South seem to be personified in North Carolina, and that shit's ugh, it's super problematic. But um, there is a there's a petition going around. Uh, you could check up on the Twitter feed. Um, but yeah, definitely signed the petition to, to get that investigation pushed forward because of course, you know, they trying to push it under the rug. They don't want to, they don't want to investigate the, the man who, who accosted that another civilian, because even if, even if the police officer is deemed justified in his behavior, he does not have the right to deputize a civilian to accost another civilian that he's literally there to prevent that from happening. You know what I mean? So I wanted to put uh, put some some eyes on that. Um, and in other police brutality um, news, free my man Trey Songs, yo. My man just trying to watch his fucking Kansas City Chiefs game, man. And not for nothing, I will acknowledge like, don't break the mask mandate, bro. Like I get it. You're in your section. There's no one around you. You're with just your boys. You guys are all quarantined together. Whatever. Um, I get it. I get it. Don't break the mask mandate. But that also does not give any officer the right to put their hands on you or to press you or to come at you left ways. Like, nah, B. Chill. Chill, 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 chill. And, and from the video, it looked like Trey Songs had him in a, in a gangster headlock. Like, nah, B. <laughs> this is about as far as I can go. I can't swing on you, but I'm going to put you in this headlock, nigga. But yeah, Trey Songs got locked up, man. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say, there's no real difference between singing on someone and putting them in a headlock as no, far as... No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I mean, in the mind of the person doing it, there is. Like, I, come on, man. I could have snuffed you I out, mean, nigga. If, I just put the you in the headlock. A cop or a security guard. <laughs> but yeah, nah, there's no definitely no. There's In in terms of uh, assaulting a police officer, there's no difference. Yeah. I mean, if you spit in their direction, Damn. they can call you for assault. Yeah, that's a poor play, man. Yeah, that's that really sucks, play. man. I, I But. Don't this, let your ego drag you to jail. This is one of the times where I'm like, yeah, he did the crime, but fuck that. Free that nigga. Like, you know, all these niggas, you know, getting pardoned on gun charge and all that shit. And like, leave them niggas in jail. But, man, come on, free Trey Songs, dog. Nah, bro. That, that's his team, son. If that nigga's still in jail, that's on his team. The um, hell? I don't know, man. People that's been hard. out of jail fresher for worse Putting paws on the police. Shit. I mean, is that your team, though? Like, they got you on camera putting paws on the police. <laughs> You should still be able to, to wait, get out. Was it the weekend? Yeah, you should be able to make bail on that. Well, I should say that I, I, it could. He could be out already. He could be. I'm just yeah. looking at the last headline. Um, but yeah, dude. <sighs> I hope they don't try to hit him over the head with no shit because I know that 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 Trey Songs has, has had his run-ins in the days. Trey Songs is definitely from the streets for the streets. But yeah, I was like, man, free my nigga. What else been going on though? Uh, Austin City actually pulled a really interesting move. So the Austin City Council purchased a hotel that they are now using to house uh, homeless people, give them permanent uh, housing for chronically unhoused people. And uh, that's pretty dope. They used money that were uh, that was they used fifty million to purchase it, appropriated from police funds. <laughs> that shit was gangster though. I'm like, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. It's literally the plan. Yep. 
That's literally the plan. Do you so know how much the their Do you know how much their crime rate's going to drop? Do you know how much their their uh, violent encounters with police are going to drop? Do you know how much their their um their um medical expenses on the homeless are going to drop just by doing this? Like it's it sucks that it it's it it's it's so hard for them to do when I say them, I mean city councils and other public entities. It's so hard for them to do something as simple as that. Just reappropriate funds that were given to to an organization that shouldn't have had them in the first place. I think LA was what, $156 million surplus in budget? Like the LAPD. The LAPD that we gave that money to had $156 million in surplus and had, didn't even bat an eye to give some of that money back to the city. Like, hey, you guys gave us over $150 million too much. Here you go. That could also be used, you know. Capitalists are not in the business of returning money. And that's another thing. Like, our policing should not be capitalist, yo. Our policing, our police organizations should not be run like capitalist entities. They really shouldn't. It's a bad look. It's a real bad look. And because of that, you know, we get all of this kind of weird shit where you have $150 million that could easily... Even if you didn't want to house the homeless in L.A., you could feed them and provide them medical uh, uh, um, medical coverage. You know, and I'm not saying like, oh, OK, we're going to give everyone, you know, 10 star medical coverage. I'm just saying, hey, you can pay for the emergency room visits for people who are unhomed. You know what I mean? Like you could pay for 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 urgent care visits. You can pay for certain things that would vastly, vastly, drastically drive down the 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 issues that are caused by you know lack of preventative care and things of that nature lack of nutrition you know and so it's we the we got to fix the system in which the police can have scores of of millions of dollars in surplus and have no compunction towards dealing with any of the ills of the communities that they're that they're claiming to help, you know what I mean. Like even if we're not going to directly take the the care of of the um, unhoused people and mentally ill people out of the hands of the police, they have the money to better administer these these services. Then they're just not. So why can't we reappropriate them back? Like the fact that most cities have no no uh no way of reappropriating those those funds back is crazy. Like I don't know of any other department that's run like that. If any other department had a windfall of surplus like that, they'd be required to, to to reallocate it to something for the city. Why is the police any different? But <clears throat> I'm sure that, I'm sure there's a very good good answer for that. Capitalism. That's been the underlying theme of the day. Nah, in that particular case, I think the answer is they make their own rules. Yeah, but what funds them? It's their capitalist enterprise. This is true. You know, I mean, granted, and and that's the sick part about it is like they are publicly funded and get to run a business. Like, I'm like, damn, dog, y'all are just making money hand over fist. And they get to do illegal illegal search and seizures. And, and they got the black market on, and they are the arbiters of the black market. Feel me? Because we all know who puts the guns in the neighborhood. Because I don't know of any uh, any black neighborhoods with gun factories in them. And also, we all know that every single piece of evidence ever confiscated by law oh, enforcement yeah, goes, goes directly into the evidence box and stays there, you know, Until they indefinitely. Need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and 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 we all know that nobody nobody grows coca leaves in in the hood. You know what I mean? Like how are the we all know that they are the purveyors of the black market. The black market comes in either directly or indirectly through their purview. So it's like, damn, yo, the police, man. Gosh, man, no wonder that organization is so out of control. They're mad with Aspergers. And I'm sorry, I know that's a, that's a, that's a joke. I don't I don't believe that they have Aspergers, nor do I believe that that's something to make light of. But it's a joke that that was made in the South. Was it South Park or the Book of Morgan Mormons? No idea. It was Matt Stone and Trey Parker had a joke about being mad with Aspergers. <laughs> but um, oh, that sounds like South Park. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. But um, yeah, they they they're completely another drunk with power. They have. They have, like, when you're part of, like, you could be a nobody, join the police, and you're now part of an organization that fundamentally controls the country. Like, that's just crazy. No wonder poor white people love them so much, because it's like the <laughs> ultimate, it's like their ultimate, like, fallback plan. Yeah. yeah, it's their ultimate fallback plan. You know, if, I, if, I, if I'm trash and I suck at life and I can't use my white privilege to get ahead in a society designed for me, then fuck it, I could become a police officer and terrorize people. And and we have to we have to break that wheel in term in the words of Daenerys Stormborn we got to break that wheel because that 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 cycle that ain't a healthy one um and 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 honestly I think it's going to be the one that I think it'll be one of the fundamental contradictions that destroy American society at large because it's it, it's getting they are getting more militaristic which is going to cause the kick the, the 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 backlash to become more militant. And then that's going to lead to, to to some form of civil unrest conflict that is probably going to end with a lot of dead people. But yeah, what else been going on? <clears throat> Man, you know, so so they wanted to revive the uh, Obama era uh, idea of putting Harriet Tubman on the uh, 20. And, and of course, we all know this is a divergence from the actual discussion of reparations in this country. And... For the most part, I had dismissed it, you know, the image that they had, that they presented, which is like, man, why y'all got to use that, that image of her when she's old and she looks so miserable? And then the internet got to work and they mocked up this image of, of a $20 bill with Harriet Tubman with the Thule reaching back. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know about that, that iconic picture of her with the pistol in her hand outreach trying to save yeah. people. And I was like, you know what? Not for nothing. That is kind of fresh. That shit looked tough. I was like, all right, see, that's doing her some, that's giving her spirit some, some, some love. But um, I do acknowledge that it's a complete diversion from the real conversation of economic justice for black people in this country. But yo, I'm not mad if they put Harriet Tubman on there with the Thule reaching out to to save people because that's that's the story of America right there. I mean, that's cool. Black but- women be you know showing their grit and saving everyone that they can. That's the story of America. Uh, I agree with you, but like I feel like uh, the template's already set. Isn't it just like straight portraits on the front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Oh, you mean they would never use something like that? Yeah, I think oh, it's I like agree. a straight You're bust right. portrait. Oh, one hundred percent. No, no. I, this is completely wishful thinking. They would <laughs> never do that. Are you kidding me? White people would lose their fucking mind if they did that to the money. I bet you this much. White people would stop accepting twenties in their places. Yo, that would be hilarious. Yo, I guarantee you they would treat 20s like they were drug money. Like, if you have 20s, that means you fuck with Negroes. And uh, we don't like that kind of money in these parts here. Like, like seriously, you'd have to go to a black city like Atlanta 
parts of LA. I, mean, I don't know. I don't think it'll be that bad. I mean, I honestly, know. the people who would be that stringent about it would lose so much money that it wouldn't be worth it. You feel me? It'd be like at that point, you're just going through so much trouble that only those specific type of races would actually do that. And I mean, you forfeit a lot of we're talking about. I agree. And you forfeit a lot of money when you do that. So I don't think they'd be in a particularly successful don't position. Worry, they'll get bailed out. <laughs> they I do. That they set country. up GoFundMe's like I a motherfucker. Hate that so much about this country yep. that the government bails out certain people and won't bail out other people. It's like, listen, if you're gonna bail people out, cool. Just be equal opportunity, bail everyone out when they need it. But if you're not going to bail out everyone, then stop bailing out motherfuckers who fucking did a bad job at their job. Like, what is going on here? Like, why are we bailing out all of these shitty ass companies that fucking performed malfeasance and failed for it? That's the part that gets me about these bailouts. <clears throat> but yeah, we need to like that. I think it would be fire to have um, if they did that. I know that's wishful thinking. It'll never happen. <clears throat> but yeah. Moving on from that, uh, we got. Impeachment starting in February. Republicans are rallying to fight it. Yeah, okay. And I'm just sitting here like, wow, this nigga Donald Trump's really got peoples in the Republican Party. Like, like I thought that they, I thought that they would have all just did the about face like Mitch. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Mitch immediately started denouncing that nigga. Like, like who? Donald who? Fuck that guy. Like Mitch McConnell turned like that. That turtle rolled over on his show so damn fast. I. I I figured that the rest of the Republicans would would be in lockstep with him, but you got a lot of these idiots so, still trying to to support him, and 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 you know honestly it was people and they're representing their districts because they were elected to their districts on the back of Trump support. I'm just dismayed <laughs> about the fact that this nigga's name is still fucking in the news because of this dumb shit. Like seriously. They can't even, and then you have fucking Paul Ryan over here fucking showing his colors, talking about well, if Pete, if Pete, the point of impeachment is to is is to remove from office, which is clearly fundamentally not not true because they impeached him and they didn't remove him from office, and so clearly impeachment is not about removing someone from office; it's about a public denouncement of a person's behavior, and so in that respect, absolutely. Especially when that public denouncement of his behavior is the legal basis for denying him to continue to exploit the office post his his presidency. And so, yeah, no, we need to impeach his ass. And fuck you, Republicans. And fuck you guys for still riding with this nigga even after he really doesn't have any power. Like, you guys are empowering him. Like, I can't believe that they're still platforming him. You know what I mean? Like, that that's the worst part about it. I think that's what makes me so upset about them is the fact that he could be on his way out. But no, instead, they're going to keep on fucking letting him live rent free in my fucking head for another fucking however many weeks it takes for them to stop playing this goddamn game. But yeah, impeachment's going to be starting in February and the Republicans are already rallying behind uh, trying to fight it, which, it, gosh, man, it makes me never want to pay taxes to this country again. If I know that my taxes, like, it's bad enough my pa my taxes went to, to, to paying George Bush and all of these assholes and even, ugh, even Clinton in them for that matter. But, gosh, the fact that my taxes are going to go pay for Trump just galls me so much. It It's just, ah, oh, it, it's one of those things, like, 
it makes me angry and I know that there's zero outlet for that anger. So it's just like, going to have to find a way to just not care about this for a while because ain't shit you're going to do about it. Man, that sucks. And so you got that going on. And you have fucking Biden. Biden, man. He shows what he means by coming through for the people in his first fucking week of, of executive orders. Boy, man, let me tell you, man. And it's exactly what we all what we all expected from someone like Biden. This is why I didn't support him in the primary. This is why I was angry to see his his turnaround victory and and to, for the nomination. And this is exactly what I expected, even though I was hoping, hoping beyond all things that it would be different. But he comes through with uh he first he says he he gets elected along with those Georgia senators for that matter on the two thousand dollar stimulus checks. Then he says, well, I mean, 14, because they just gave you six. <laughs> and now he's saying he's open to negotiate with Republicans about the 14. And so this nigga is, has no intention whatsoever of providing any stimulus before March. There, so there will be no additional stimulus before March if anybody was in need, if anyone was 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 in bad shape. Don't expect nothing from the government till March. That much I can promise you. Then he's got the uh, the $15 an hour minimum wage. That he campaigned on. Now he's pushing the buck on that and saying, well, let's try to get $15 by 2025. Let's do incremental uh, uh, increases to the federal minimum wage until 2025. And then hopefully we can get to $15, which is bullshit. And then on top of that, the Republicans are still fighting it. And it's like, God dang, man, they refuse to let the fucking they refuse to let the people who work at the bottom of the of the food chain in this society live off of anything other than the most meagerest of scraps. And that shit is so unfair because they're they're creating an economy that's re- relegating more and more grown people to those forms of labor. They're creating the economy by hollowing out all of the manufacturing and all of the trade work and all of the skilled labor and attacking unions. They're destroying the labor force, forcing people into low unskilled wage jobs they are creating this job market and all the the people who are trying to fight for a better minimum wage are doing is saying hey if we're going to force them to the bottom at least let's not make the bottom so low because we can very easily all these companies can very easily afford to pay their workers they're profitable in the billions of dollars they can sacrifice a little bit of that profit share to make sure that they aren't driving this this economy into into poverty because the people who are consuming in it don't have the money to consume. Like they are they are very much perpetuating this cycle and and, and then refusing to at least uh, 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 do the bare minimum to make sure that the cycle can, can can persist. You know, like that's the worst part is they could very easily keep this thing going. You know, like they, they've lost the pretext of, well, hey, we got to squeeze every dollar and make sure the profits. No, we get to see your profits now. We get to see you're making billions of dollars during a pandemic. You can make one less billion dollars to pay your people. You can. Mm, just greed. Just greed. <sighs> That's crazy, bro. And it seems so fundamental to the American ideology. Like, I don't see any of these companies, with the exception of, shout out to Dan Price. I really fucking stand that, dude. And Paul's no homo, but that guy is amazing. He runs a company that refuses to let anyone in his company live in poverty. Everyone in his company makes a living wage. 
Everyone in his company gets a share of profits on a yearly. Everyone gets paid above and beyond what their value, what their value is worth. You know, like it's possible. And, and Dan Price is a millionaire. Dan Price is several, several times richer than many, many, many people. Like, that's the thing is, is like, come on, guys. Like, no one's saying don't be rich. You can be rich and not everyone else has to be poor. Like, that's a that's possible. You know what I mean? And if everybody wasn't poor, they wouldn't be so mad at you for being rich. Come on, man. You have the answer to your own problem. You want us to shut the fuck up? Well, then just no one's saying don't be the richest guy. We're just saying don't do it at the expense of us having anything. Nah? Nah. Huh? You you can't talk to people like that. You might, just, you might just, be, I'm so rude. You just so gotta make line. rules that don't allow them to do shit like that. I'm because, so out of line. You know, you can't take GameStop off of Robin Hood right now. <laughs> That's that whole asking for compassion thing from fucking selfish pieces from, of shit. From sociopaths. Yeah. And, and, and you just have to prevent to, them from doing it. I try to tell people There's this all no the time. There's no other way around it. Whether or not you believe billionaires should exist, that's 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 a debate. I don't believe that billionaires should exist. I don't believe that any single person is their value. No one person's value is in the billions. So why do we have a system that allows them to accumulate billions when they're not worth a billion? I don't think any human is worth a billion. We all have our own value, but it's not a billion dollars. I promise you that. But whether or not you believe billionaires should exist, irrelevant. The fact of the matter is, is that in the American society, to become a billionaire, you have to be a sociopath. That's a problem. So whether or not you agree that they should exist or not, completely irrelevant. The fact of the matter is, is that they're all sociopaths. And so we probably shouldn't empower them to have control over our society because they're sociopathic. They're sociopathic in their desire to control all of the resources. That's not healthy. That's why I love how Native Americans describe it as an illness. The, the white man's greed is an illness. It is a true sickness down to the core of their very being. And it's, it is, you know, and we got to get past that shit or else this country is going to be the, the, the ball and chain that prevents humanity from ascending into the fucking stars like we should be. Honestly, like human transcendence is possible in our lifetime, I think. It's just we have these moorings that are just that that are holding us down that we've put across this whole world. Like the globalization of American culture has just, has really fucked up the world. Bad, bad, big, bad. <laughs> But yeah, I'll wrap it up with a little discussion on 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 black progressives and how they're caping for Biden and the things that he's doing and the little scraps he's thrown us in these first couple executive orders. Because there was a couple, there were a couple of things that were positive. Um, I believe he ended the caging of the children, which was which was a, you know I think a, a pretty big big one that needed to happen. Um, Showing us how difficult it was all this time. You know what I mean? How 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 much how easy it could have been to release the engine? Um, he's which only, but then again, I already knew it. They wanted to lock people lock. Oh, up they wanted to do that one hundred percent. They were using it as a deterrent for for, for, for people trying to cross the border. They were trying to use it as a deterrent to stop people from crossing the border, and it was a terribly inhumane way to do so, and it was fucked up and and never should have happened. But um, oh yeah, another way that Biden failed on 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 his coming through for the people is that. He talked about debt cancellation uh, in terms of student loan debt, and it slowly worked his way down from I think it was like fifty thousand to twenty thousand to ten thousand to let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's so failed on every single one of them, and 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 unfortunately because he's done that, 
you he's done so little in terms of his actual promises, black progressives have had to really kind of upplay those things he has done. Like I said, the aforementioned ending of the imprisonment of children on the border, um, instituting a study to study the effects of institutional racism on housing and how the federal government has aided that, which I, like, you know, and the way they're playing it up is so big. Like, Oh my gosh, he's doing so much for the, for, for systemic racism. It's like, nigga, no, he's not instituting a study to study the effects of it is irrelevant because those studies have been done. We have historians in our HBCUs that have, that have done the good work already. We don't need no more studies. We need an actual mandate for the government to act on what we know. How about that? You know what I mean? But you have all these black progressives caping for Biden in in, in his first uh, couple of days because they really have to they really have to validate the fact that they that they rallied so many black people to participate in the electoral process when they knew that they weren't going to get anything in return for it. They knew black progressives knew that Biden wasn't going to give them anything in return. And I'm, and I'm looking at people like Mondale Robinson, who works for black male voter project, who is a great person who does great work, who has a great show. I'm not hating on him, but the fact that he comes out caping so heavily for, for Biden's quote unquote accomplishments um, in these executive orders is more of a function of the fact that he needs to validate the fact that he organized black people to once again vote for someone who really isn't going to do much for them, more so than what Biden is doing is so great. And it's it's happening a lot, and, and it sucks. Because these people, I think, who do good work are going to get dragged down by the complacency of a Biden administration. Uh, they're going to get dragged down by... because the the people who who they're organizing is effective with the young people they're they're not as solid at 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 keeping to this electoral politics as as they are they did the you know Donald Trump was a unique galvanizing force you know in 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 a in a world where they present someone who is less polarizing than Donald Trump organizing Democrats in the numbers that they did, especially young black Democrats, is going to be a lot harder. And so it sucks watching them cape to keep their to keep their their uh, credibility for somebody who we know is only going to make them look terrible time and time again. Biden's just going to keep making y'all look bad every time you rest your hopes and dreams on him, and. That hurts. That hurts. That and it hurts because we could be doing so much more in terms of establishing these grassroots uh, forms of power that could force Biden to do the things that we want him to. Imagine if, imagine if the, the those kind of uh, organizational forces that that caused the hedge funds to lose billions could put Biden in that kind of straits. Say, hey, we will tank, we will cause massive unrest in your economy if you don't do the things that you said you were gonna do, that we elected you for. Stop playing. Stop playing. And we could do the same thing to our senators. And we could do the same thing to the House of Representatives. You know, we there there's the people have avenues of power. They're just not in electoral politics. 
And it really don't matter who any of those people are because they all give a fuck about the money. And then we can leverage the few people in power, like the AOCs, like the Katie Porters, like the Ilhan Omars, like the Cory Bushes, like the Jamal Bowmans. You know what I mean? We could empower them to be figureheads with the with the type of power that that is commensurate with how much the people support them. But we can't do that. Because the only thing that'll motivate us to tank a stock is fucking is 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 gamers getting mad. And and while that's great and 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 it's good to see that that passion exists, let's organize that shit more effectively, people. Like why the fuck is Mitch McConnell worth a dime? Why is Kelly Loeffler worth a dime? Why is Nancy Pelosi worth a dime? Cuz it's not just Republicans. It's the Democrats too. Like we got to start organizing ourselves better. And we have all of these opportunities and all of these lessons and all of these platforms that we can utilize today to actually be effective with it. Let's not waste our time capping for Joe Biden when we know all he's going to do is, 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 is end with a continued loss of credibility for the people who are actually out there doing the hard work. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll wrap on that. Thank you for joining us, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, you can find us on the social medias. You can follow me on Twitter at Kareem underscore T and at Home Heron. You can find me on the Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. You can catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. And always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Have a great one, guys. Peace. Take it easy.